0: Today's episode is going to be a good one. It's um, definitely for you if you have kids one, two, three, four, five, six I don't know, a thousand kids. That's what I always say with um, my friends. I'm like, dude, it's like I have a thousand kids. Um, this is definitely for you. Um, I feel like almost a calling to mothers to really know that they I don't even know what you want to say that they are worth it. Um it's not really what the episode's about is worthiness which which we can go into a lot about in this episode if you want. But this episode is really about your kids. Um and I want to share this different thought with you. Um I know we tend like last episode was about doing doing more, right? I can do all things. Why would you even want to do all things? It sounds exhausting just to say that, right? Um, But this is now kind of just like a follow-up to that one, if you will, um, about you and the relationship that you have with your kids. And I really think it'll help um, because so often, you know, we say, when my kids behave and when my kids do this and if they would just act right and if they would, you know, be a certain way, then I'd be a lot less reactive or whatever. Um, And this is definitely going to be kind of a flip to that. So buckle up. Might be a little triggering. See you soon. Hey, how's it going? It's Shauna Bryant on The Possibility Show. So this episode today is really, um, really for you um, to realize that you are a good mother. I, I really want to put that first and foremost, like you have these kids, if you have kids, you have these children, um, and you are a good mom. I I know so much, or so many of the moms. Oh my gosh, at our school, um, a lot of my friends. It's like, gosh, I get this mom guilt, right? And and we we all have it. You're, there's there's always going to be some type of a little nagging voice. It's almost like that, you know, the two two fellas on your shoulder saying that's good and that's bad, and you know. Um, so I don't ever think it's going to 100% go away, um, just like, you know, fears and and doubts and all of that. I think it's a part of human experience, um, but I think there's a way to nip that, which we'll go into, um, And I, and it's really like looking at you with your kids and really how can you just be a great mom, and I know you're not going to, you're not going to really think Um, this is the way, the answer to that for me, you might think it's a little like shocking or different or whatever, but you already are a great mom. You know, amount of doing no amount of, um, you know, anything is going to make you an even greater mom. Now, with that being said, I'm sure there's ways we all could, um, improve. I can improve on my patience and I'm a very, 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 very patient person, and I still could probably improve a little bit more. Um, So this episode is really about you knowing that you're a good mom and really truly owning that because your kids need you. Both of you are here to learn lessons. Um, They say your children are your best and greatest, you know, like, when you <laughs> when you have work or triggers that you need to work on, they'll bring them out in you. So it's a really beautiful opportunity for growth for both of you um, and and so there's there's this feeling or this idea that you're already a good enough mom right I, I really want that you are good enough no matter what no matter what you do, don't do, yell even if you have bad days. We are all humans literally just trying to figure this this plan it out. And, and, you know, a lot of um, many people, men and women, kids, everyone is under a lot of stress nowadays. It's probably early February when I release this one. So there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of pressures. There's a lot of social pressures for everyone. You know, there's fear going around. There's a lot of stuff, right? Um, So I I really want to just first say you are a good enough mom as you are. There's there's literally, you already have it inside. You already are there. You already are enough. There's nothing else that you need to do to make yourself more enough, okay? So now, looking at more of this as a lesson, like how can you be um, maybe more patient, Right? So, this has nothing to do with your worthiness or your, your, your goodness as a mom, right? We already are that. We already have that foundation. And when we can really look at that and say, and have the confidence to own that, you show up a lot differently. Okay, so put that, put that in this little box and set that aside. Now, if you want to be, maybe you yell, right? Maybe you're impatient. Maybe you'd like to, like to practice kinder words. Maybe um, you want to not be rushing around and like yelling at the kids or um, maybe there's just something that you want a little bit more of. And, and I really applaud you for that because when we improve ourselves, right? So, so go back to the foundation. We already are enough. But that being said, like, let's use those, these, those enoughness as legs. Now we want to have kind of like the table rather of, of how do you want to be, right? How do you want to show up for your family? How do you want to show up for your kids? How do you want to, um, have them feel when you're around, right? Did, um, Maya Angelou, she said something like, and I'm going to, I'm not the best at quoting things, but something like people don't know how they make what you said to them. It's how you made them feel. Um, and I, I am always in, I've always been an empath. I didn't know this until the last few years, but even growing up, I was very sensitive to people's emotions. Now I, I get it because I have a child who is very, 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 very sensitive. And I can tend to be very pushy, you know, um, hurry up and, and, you know, where I'm not really being my best of what he needs from me. And I always go afterwards, like, how could I have improved that situation? How could I have led with more of like love or, or support or a little bit more patience so that I didn't make him feel bad. Right. And, and so this, just put this into your own life now, like, is there some place that you want to improve again patience yelling anger um um you know I don't even what else is there um guilt uh you know whatever, so just put it into your own life and and we're gonna work we're gonna work through this so if you want to be a little bit more patient with your kids because a lot of the times like what we do as humans is we go because um, we put it on them like and this is like um, not being in control of yourself when we do this if we say well when my kid if my kids would behave right because I know for me the bickering really irritates the shit out of me. The bickering between all of the kids, especially with the different ages. So one's a teenager, one's, um, you know, kind of going into preteen, and one's still like seven, you know. So they all have their different personalities. They all kind of, they like to antagonize a little bit, um, but then they don't like the feeling when it happens back to them. And then, you know, the oldest will come, and you can have your own dynamics in your own home, but the dynamics will come when the oldest bugs the middle and then the middle gets sensitive and starts yelling. And then then the husband comes into the mix and says, don't do that old one. And then the little one comes in and then it's just like this this trio of of bickering and like it, it can be kind of annoying, you know? Um, so what I've been doing, because I really tend to just be reactive, like boom, you know, um, what I've been doing is because how they behave has nothing to do with me, right? How they're probably wanting attention of some sort, or maybe they've had too much, um, uh, electronics. Maybe they haven't had enough food and water. Maybe they haven't had, um, you know, maybe they need just more quiet, Right? Maybe they've had too much stimulation or sugar. There's so many different variables with kids. But what I've been able to do, especially in the last couple of years, is that their behavior has no reflection of who I am. It's not my fault. Basically, like I would always try to control things. I, I I'm still working on this, but I would always try to control things and you know going trying to get in the middle of everybody's shit. Right? And going in the middle and going in the middle and, you know, being this middle person when people were fighting and arguing this and that and this and that. And the best way that I've been able to learn, well, number one, again, last episode, you can't control anyone but yourself. Um, take a break from it, right? Like their behavior is no reflection of you, but that being said, how you respond to them or react to them, that is 100% on you. Does that make sense? So if the kids are going apeshit and you're tired, stressed out, overwhelmed, resentful, angry, you know, bummed out that you didn't get this job, like fearful from all the crap going on in the world, you know, and then you put it on them and then you start to explode on them, this is what I'm talking about. So look in your own life, right? Where do you want to be Where could you make some improvements to be a more, maybe it's patience. Maybe it's, um, more confidence just as, as that you are the best mom for your kids. Like you guys legit chose each other in the cosmos probably, you know, years and years and years and years and years ago that this was destined to be. And here you are having this human that you are raising to be a beautiful, you know, kind, loving individual, um, you know, maybe that does big things or something. I don't know, whatever that looks like to you. But you are the most perfect uh, parent for your child. So with that being said, these improvements, what do you want to improve on? It doesn't have to be, these are no um, conversations or, or uh, you know, things that we're discussing here so you can be more hard on yourself. That that doesn't make you... Um, any better it makes you feel lousy it puts you in a really low vibrational state and we want to keep our energy and our our positivity and everything up right elevated happy thoughtful caring loving laughing you know none of the shame none of the guilt none of the low you know the crappy stuff we really want to elevate so just in my own life what could i do to be more patient right i could take a take a breath so instead of yelling at my kids or yelling at my hus- um, my um, oldest, we, we butt heads a lot because we're identical, um, uh, what could I do to show a bit more patience with him? How could I, you know, um, be a little bit more, um, what do I want to say, kind and soft to my youngest? Because he's very, very, very highly sensitive. How could I be a little less... Um, grumpy to my middle because he's 10 he's starting to push all the you know push all the buttons and stuff now so what what in your life could you could you slow down a little bit enough and and I want to bring this up because again just going back it's like we say when my kids act a certain way then I'll be happy or when my kids do what they're supposed to do then I'll be patient you know and again I think we've talked about the be, do, have model, but you need to first be that person. You know, it's not when they do the things that I'm asking them to do, when they listen, when they behave, when they get along. You, you're in only control of yourself. So you be the patient mom, right? Be the kind mom, be the supportive mom, be this, you know, friendly mom, you know, and again, there's going to be times that you are tired and you you are exhausted and and you know you're not at your best, and that's okay. Fix it. Say I'm sorry. You know, mommy had a, you know, my friend used to call herself um, bad mommy or something like. Mom had a bad mommy episode. Um, I don't know that that's good or good or not good, but. <sighs> Make it make it right, because we are humans. You know, you can talk about that, talk about, um, hey, mom had an outburst and I really should not have, you know, said it to you or or, um, uh, you know, I should not have let my my feelings get in the way. I'm I'm trying to just be a little bit more aware of my feelings and let them come and not take it out on anybody. And that's just humans. Like, you, you just go back to that trauma episode. And definitely if you're not following, um, what's her name? The holistic psychologist, go give her a follow because you can look at all the stuff that we were taught as kids and all the trauma and the inner child stuff and, and, you know, the wounds and stuff that we hold um, that really affect us as humans today. So a lot of the times we're not even operating. We're just kind of like in in autopilot and we just react to these things that are triggering us and and your kids could be that. and it's not even their fault. They don't even know it. Um, definitely go look into that if that if that kind of resonates you with you. But my my main point to this one is, it's not your kids, right? It's not your kids. Because kids are kids; <laughs> they're they're kids until they're 18, and then they're not kids, and then they can be adults and and figure things out on their own. Which the hopefully the zero to 17 lessons that you've been teaching uh, uh, them the in from zero to 17 years old will help them choose good and kind and loving and do the right things and whatever. But. <sighs> At the end of the day, it doesn't have anything to do with your kids. It has to do with you. Um, And I know that can be like, oh, you know, where did that come from? Kind of out of left field. But it really does have to do with you. Are you tired? Are you depleted? Are you exhausted? Are you in fear with everything going on in the world? Are you um, tapped out? Are you in an unhappy relationship? Are you at an unhappy job? are you you know surrounded by toxic people at work or something and it's just affecting you likely you're bringing then then you're bringing that then home right so all of these things i mean we could point the fingers and say well it's my kids and they're terrible and you know they bicker all day i mean that's right here in this house but they argue all day and they do this and just in this but honestly That's where the work is in here, inside of us. Each and every one of us, that's where the work comes. That's why it's so important to do the inner work. So all the other stuff, right? All the shit shows, all the circus shows, all the crazy shit that's going on on television. I don't even watch TV. I haven't for years. But you can, we pick up on all this energy, right? You know, so if we don't have the tools to, to heal and do the inner work and surround ourselves with people that, that make us feel happy and good and light and, and, um, that inspire us to, to do different. If, and if we stay in that, then that's just what you will become. And that's what you'll give to your kids. Does that make sense? So no amount of like behaving that the kids do can make you happy. That's why this is so important, guys, to, to you've got to listen to this one. The inner work is all that really matters. Because when you do the inner work, healing, therapy, whatever it looks like, go back to the healing episode or whatever that one was, maybe five or six ones ago. When you do the inner work, you create peace and and resilience and happiness and all of these things that you want because you're not carrying this 8,000 load brick in a backpack with you you know so if you think about your inner world you and your space and your energy and how you feel on a day-to-day basis that will affect your kids and they likely can pick up on your energy so if you're running rampant you know, doing all these things, if you're rushing them and busy and, you know, all of this stuff, they pick up on that energy and if they're not getting quality time, then they act out and then you get triggered and it's like this big circus show, this big um, domino effect, right? And the only way that we can heal and change it is by doing the inner work. That's that's the that's the main 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 point in this episode we have to do the work and and calm our circle which is our human you know like um who who said this it's they said draw a circle it might have been coach lisa like stand in a circle and that's what you can control. Make a circle around yourself and this is basically what you can control. So you want to work on yourself, do the inner work, get healing, go to therapy, have good relationships, be happy, eat well, whatever whatever it looks like for you on your healing journey wherever you're at because then you come better to them, right? You come more patient automatically. It's like they say when you heal you, you're actually healing the collective. Have you seen that? Um, because when you heal and do the inner work, everyone around you benefits. Your partners, your work, most importantly, your kids, friends, family, co-workers, neighbors. I said co-workers, but you get it? Like when you are in your circle and you know and you heal and you're thriving and you're happy and you're confident and, playful and you know, untouchable and unfuckwithable. That's a good, nice F-bomb drop. Um, when you do that work, everyone around you benefits, right? So when you are looking, this this episode was really about the kids, right? So when you're looking at your kids, right? You cannot control them, but what you can do is heal yourself, be patient, work, and do the inner work on yourself because then they get it. They get the rewards as well. It's not just like this inside job. I mean, it is an inside job, but you're not the only one that benefits. That's what I'm saying. Everyone around you benefits when you start doing the inner work. That's the important thing. Um... Because, you know, you'll see moms and and people just generally like yelling at their kids at the grocery store or or they're they're crying and, you know, they give them a um, lollipop to shut them up and, you know, or, um, you know, just whatever it is, whatever it is. Um, But when you do the inner work, a lot of that stuff doesn't bother you. Does that make sense? So like, when you do the inner work, all of the stuff going on in the world does not bother you, right? When you do the inner work, the the people's shitty attitude at Costco or at Walmart or the gas station does not bother you. When you do the inner work, your child's behavior, you're more sympathetic and you can go, hey, buddy, what's really going on? Instead of yelling at them and, you know, guilt and this and, and you going down to their level you bring them up, right? What do they need? So this is this is really an episode about the kids, but it's not really about the kids cuz it's about you. It's about you and how you show up and what you give forth. But it starts with the inner work, right? And I know we've talked about this before. We're doing a masterclass on I want to say February 1st, so this one might yeah, we'll we'll push this one out before. But um really it's, we talk about all of this stuff. It's the, um, like, how are you nourishing your body, right? If you're feeding yourself crap food and coffee all day, or I love coffee, but sodas and Red Bulls, um, how do you think that's going to come out in you, right? Are you going to be highly reactive to everyone around you? Are they going to get your best because you're basically on crack, you know? (laughs) Um, how are you sleeping, right? Um, And then connection, like who are you connecting to if you, again, this is all encompassing with this, this, who are you connecting to? Are you surrounding yourself with, you know, D-bags at work and they bring you down and you let them bring you down? Um, Or are you connected with a beautiful group of women that support you and lift you up and you get to go out with them and you have like really nourishing times? And then also look at how you take responsibility and take ownership of your life. If you are, um, you know, always kind of in victim mode or waiting for your partner to tell you to go get some self-care or waiting for somebody to do the work for you, like all of these things create a happier, healthier you when you can look at these, they're almost pillars, these three pillars, um, but it's ha- who are you surrounding yourself with? Are you taking responsibility for your life? Are you nourishing your body? Are you connecting with people and yourself? Are you giving yourself space for fun and and community and, and laughter and play? All of these things tie in, but it starts with you. That So again, this episode is really about like, how can you be a good mom to your kids which you already are but what the kids do can't trigger you i mean they can right but when you start to do the inner work the stuff doesn't bother you as much anymore does does that make sense am i making sense here i sh- i certainly hope so because it's like how long are you going to let the the other people's like reactions and grumpy behaviors and um and what does that say it just maybe it's just time for you to get more rest or more help or more um you know quit a job i mean you can go as all balls out as you want but quit a job or quit um you know living in a in a certain area or moving or getting another job or starting that business or whatever that looks like to you but when you do the inner work and you start healing then you become less reactive to your family. You become more supportive and kind and loving. And and isn't that what we want? I mean, we want to feel good 1000%, but I know that for me, I want to be like the best mom that I can be. I don't want to be bitchy all the time. I know I get my, you know, my period and um, I can be really bitchy and grumpy and, and the kids know like, hey, you know, I say mom's on her period, you know, but like I want to be more more patient. And I have so much patience, you know, you have to with three boys, holy crap. But I, I think that I can improve even more, especially with like each of the kids, you know, um, you can probably relate to it in your life as well. Each of the kids probably, you know, you're connected to each kid in a certain way. And then, you know, maybe you're maybe a little less patient with one. And then, you know what I mean? So it's just like this juggle of, of, of mothering. But when, when we show up better, you know, when we show up more thoughtful and caring and kind. Um, but again, we can't do that. We can't show up at a great, um, you know, in a great space if we're depleted, or if we're not nourishing our bodies, you know, like go back to my three pillars. It's like we can't do that if we're really neglecting ourselves. We can't do that when we have 8,000 chores to do every single day. We cannot do what we want to do when we're sacrificing ourselves. Does that does that make sense? So I'm going to keep this one short today. Um, I really want you to kind of think about that. Like maybe even for homework, um, take a peek at like, maybe some of your reactions or something or your triggers and see where you could improve. We always can improve. Every day is a, a, you know, lessons like things, um, things are, things can be always viewed as a, as an opportunity for growth and, and to learn a lesson. But, You know, like we can't, we can't just keep doing all of the stuff and then not turning, not turning the mirror inward. Like we have to do the inner work. So take a peek at your triggers, maybe in a day, take a peek at like, you know, maybe look into your, um, this just popped up for me, but your moon cycle, when are you more patient? What are you, you know, are you more grumpy when you're, when it's the moon cycle and all of this stuff, like pay it, start paying attention just so you can be a little bit more patient with yourself, <laughs> you know, um, patient with your family. And you know, it's just like, maybe for this week, I don't schedule 8,000 things to do, right? Like, so take a peek at your triggers, look at them, look and pay attention to like, do you need to do more inner work? Do you need to have more more time alone? Do you need to take care of yourself more and more and more and more every day? Um, and, and pay attention to what is coming up for you, especially with these last few episodes. There might have been some triggers in there. I would say from the healing and trauma episode forward, um, things might Need a little bit of attention. You might need a little bit more attention on your own needs, um, so that you can be more patient or kind or supportive or or um, you know, maybe less reactive to your kids. So, as a recap, this episode is really about your kids, but it really puts the mirror back on you. Because again, we can say, when my kids behave, then I'll be a good mom. You know, number one, you already are a good mom. Number two, we all could do more inner work to just be grateful, right? Be, be appreciative of how far we've come. Look at, you know, don't use this as an episode to be mom guilty. That, that's stupid. Mom guilt is stupid. Oh, here's one, here's one thing I forgot to mention. I'm going to tell you a little story and then we're going to bounce. So the other day I got asked to, um, I had had a, last week was just a shit show of a week. It was the full moon. I don't know when this is going to be put out, but it was a full moon. I think I had started my period. It was just a lot of, a lot of things. The kids were fighting in the car on the way to school. I had to pull over on the on-ramp and I was like screaming at the top of my lungs. Not a good week for me, okay? So have some grace with yourself. It was not a good week. So we get get, um, to school and someone, they're talking, oh, Shauna, can you possibly make food? And I was like literally almost in tears. It was one of those mornings. I haven't had one of those in a really long time. So... They were all chat, chit, chit chatting, and I was like, um, "I just had the worst morning. I need to go. Can you please just text me? I don't have time to sit here. I'm like, I have so much that I need to just process. Like, leave me alone." So we get a we get a um a text. Oh, can you bring food? This is this and whatever. Um, so I offer to make a salad. I'm rush. It's just. Anyway, I felt this, the whole point of this story, I don't need to go into any more detail, but the whole point of this story, was a shit show of a week. I signed up for something I should not have said yes to, okay, because someone else would have done it and I could have done it the following week. Um, but I started to feel that overwhelm that I used to feel a lot with my first second. And then when my crash and burn happened, I started to feel that come to, also I brought the salad. I was late. I was supposed to bring it at one. I brought it at pickup at three. And it was just like one thing after the next. Here's what I did that might help you to bring into your own life when you're starting to feel overwhelmed. This is not really what this episode is about, but it's on my mind. So let's just give it up. Literally, I was in the car and I was starting to get really frustrated. The email, the text came through and I barely looked at it and I was like, oh my God. But I was starting to feel that overwhelm and the guilt and the kind of frustration. Then I was starting to get a little bit pissed off because they were asking me and all this stuff. I just said, and this is going to be almost too easy, but I said, stop it, Shauna. Because all of those feelings started to come up. It was like this like rush of feelings like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not doing enough. And then I was late to the thing. And it was like all of these things that were happening. But then I would just, I was letting my mind make up these old stupid stories about, oh, you're, you know, you always mess up, you know, kind of like negative self-talk stuff that was coming up for me. I have some tools now that I don't let myself get into that. Um, But I said, stop it, Shauna. That's, that's ridiculous move on. And I just shifted my attention. It came up a couple of times. I had to like work it a little bit because it was just last week was kind of a shit show. I was able to just say stop it though when those feelings of like insecure, like, oh, you always do this or some, Just that like ne- negative, na- negative Nancy voice that came up. That for me was a game changer. Yeah, I made a mistake. Yeah, I was late. It was like, who gives a rat, right? Who At the end of the day, nobody cares um, I was just being extremely hard on myself just because of all the events that had happened in this like two, three day period. It was crazy. So that's my, um, I guess parting words for you. Stop it. When you're starting to notice your negative self-talk and your, your stuff that's coming up for you, that's really not helpful or really not positive or put you in, in that mom guilt state or that overwhelm, say, stop it. Okie dokie. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to The Possibility Show. We're so grateful for you. Um, we also wanted to send a huge shout out and a big thank you to none other than Stick Figure Music for allowing me to use their music in the intro and outro song. So thank you so very much. And we'd also be so honored and so grateful if you went over to iTunes and left us a five star review so we can reach more moms um, in this healing and this um, you know evolving way of life. And we're so grateful for you. See you next time shine on like the sun holding on to a feeling shine